Hello and welcome to episode 121 of the True Achievements podcast. Joining me today, I have Jack. Hello. Hi, Jack. How's it going? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm really well. I'm buzzing. Going to see, going to see churches. <laughs> um, I've got to try and keep it together throughout the course of this pod. <laughs> uh, Dave, <laughs> you know how much I enjoy the a bit of churches action. <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> so you can imagine what my brain is like today. Are you going to um, play uh, Father Horizon Three? Just I'm just—that's all I'm playing. I'm just going to play that intro. <laughs> I think there's a, there's a bit of footage of me at Gamescom from two years ago when I played FH3, <laughs> <laughs> and Clearest Blue comes on, and I'm just like, oh, just bouncing around with a controller in my hand. Um, yes, it's going to be a good evening. Let's talk about what we've been playing. It's State of Decay week. Or it was sort of State of Decay week last week for Ultimate Edition members. But for everybody else that's playing it on Game Pass, which I imagine is quite a lot, uh, including me, uh, it's State of Decay week this week. So, Dave, you've played a bit more than I have. I streamed 90 minutes. Okay. And I got 12 achievements in my 90 minutes. I didn't die once. No. Which I think shows how elite I am. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about it. So, uh, it's a survival game. It's far more resource management heavy than I was expecting. I was expecting a sort of, you know, go out there, shoot some zombies. It would be quite violent and fast-paced and all that. I mean, it is sort of quite fast-paced, but there's an awful lot of toing and throwing back to your base because you can't carry that much stuff. And um, there's even there's even sort of sim style stuff where you've got to build uh, infirmaries and and get all the resources for all that sort of stuff, which was surprising to me, even though I did read the review. Um, It was far more involved than I thought it was going to be, which, to be honest, I thought I wasn't going to like, but I did actually quite enjoy it. I was prompted as to what to do a bit in the stream uh, (laughs) by people because I wasn't really sure quite a few times. And I don't know whether that's me being an idiot or whether it's just not that obvious, Uh, probably the former. (laughs) Um, But anyway, you're considerably further through it than I am. How How are you finding it at the moment? Um, I, I, well, I'll start off. I didn't play the first one, so I've only heard what Mark and people have said to know about what the game was. So I kind of knew yep. it was quite resource heavy. Okay. But I didn't realize how heavy it was. Cause it's, <laughs> like, the first mission was very linear when it, you, you kind of learn the mechanics. It's like a tutorial. Yeah. And then it just throws you in this huge world. <laughs> And then it it's massive. like, right, now you so you do a few things and then it's like, right, you need, you need to get an infirmary set up. So then it's like, right, you got to go and scout buildings. Then you go in, you clear out a building. Then you got to pick up everything possible. And there's like these big rucksacks of resources that you have to yeah. keep picking up. And the, I'm not crazy firing. I've, I'm So far, that seems to be the crux of the game is you go out, <laughs> you empty a house, you find a rucksack, you take it back. As you progress, like I've got, uh, a car and stuff now, so I don't know if you got that. Far. You get uh, these vehicles on the map, but you need to then start finding gas and fill the car up as you go. Do you to, mean petrol? Yes, but it's okay. so you got to take cans of that down. <laughs> and if you, if you run out while you're you know getting attacked by zombies, then you have to leave everything there, and you know it can take a fair plug back again. And then you got stamina to deal with, so you can't keep yeah. doing that. So yeah, you got. To, I I found it quite intense like not in terms of the gameplay but try to manage everything and make sure i've got enough space so i can pick stuff off while I'm looting. yeah that was the annoying thing so you go and i found i go and clear a, like a quite a large building with a screamer inside or something um and there's like maybe 
say six it tells you in each area how many uh, storage containers there are so you can it says all right you've got six storage containers to to rifle through to find stuff and almost definitely if there's six containers you won't have enough space in your inventory to carry all of that stuff back yeah. so you 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 find yourself not carrying anything apart from one gun and some food just in case um which seems a bit counterintuitive because you find all this stuff you think, oh, that'll be handy, but then you just take it back to the house and leave it there because <laughs> you don't want to yeah. carry anything around because you need more slots to carry stuff back. Well, once you get a car, you get um, slots in that as well, so you can Ooh. start using that to take some extra items. Okay. Or, you know, to store I need like a haulage lorry or something. And once, do you know that some of the buildings, do you know, like you have to progress a bit further, you can start taking over and claiming some of the buildings. Yes. So there'll be like a medical building, you can claim that and that'll give you some medical resources every day towards you because your community takes resources and while you're out you'll be randomly get a message saying somebody's <laughs> done something or something <laughs> so whatever you ask scavenging someone's going fallen missing. off a chair <laughs> yeah. and they're breaking their leg or something <laughs> so there's stuff going missing but <laughs> so and then these bigger bases like you start off your little house i think there's four slots you can add stuff to and then these bigger bases as you go further out so you can add more stuff and then you can get more people in and they, you know, more bedrooms and you can add rain collectors and all sorts of stuff and you can get quite advanced. Like you can add mods to it. There's one, you got a lounge in the house and you can keep your, um, you got to keep them entertained basically because you've got like a meter that shows how they're doing. Do you know what you right, can? Right, okay. Well, it's gone totally similar then. <laughs> yeah. But there's one of some of the houses while you're rifling, rifling through them, you'll find an old Xbox, like the original ah. Xbox console. And some of them have a mod, so you can take it back and they'll start playing Halo tournaments apparently and stuff. And Amazing. Keep them happy. So. That's <laughs> this, awesome. Yeah. But like, so I, um, it's med- quite an in-depth game, yeah. as we've said. Uh, you're about five hours through. Um, from the people that are raving about it on Twitter, and that includes our, our very own Mark, uh, Jez Corden from Windows Central. The general gist is that the game really gets good around sort of five hours and cranks up from there. So uh, you're almost at that point. So I think you will see some um, some upturn in gameplay very soon. Yeah, I, I don't so. know whether it's really going to turn into an action-adventure shooter. If it's, adapt- <laughs> but just, if, it, <laughs> if it's just what I'm doing now, then I can see it getting pretty repetitive. Cause yeah, but I don't think it will be that. five hours, I've just done the same thing, basically. Okay, no, but I don't I know think it won't be that. Though. The achievements mention like zombie hordes will come along, so uh, you're going to have to figure yeah, out destroy. There's stuff. an achievement for destroying 25 hordes. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. I wasn't expecting to after reading the review. It sounded far more boring than I thought it was going to be. Um but even though it was it was far more resource heavy, and I don't really like that sort of stuff, it's not particularly RPG ish, is it? I mean, there's no. a, you've got a few sort of background things that are leveling it. Like my, um, I noticed my stamina was increasing just by walking around a lot. They seem um, to level up really fast. Like five hours in, I've been using one character mainly. Yes, oh, we should that- mention that actually. So when you start the game, you can choose between I think it's four sets of pairs of characters that you start the game with but very quickly you're introduced to other characters that um come and live in your house with you uh like a commune almost and you can uh, at any point you can just switch between characters so if your character's been hurt or um just doesn't have the loadout you need rather than manually swapping everything out you can just switch to a different character um and i think some of them have different skills is that right i think yeah they start i think they all start off with a different set of skills but 
Uh, the one I've got, I've managed to level her up maybe three of her different skills to max pretty quickly. Like it wasn't within that okay. five hours. So, so I wonder if um, I wonder if the idea is to keep sort of rotating around the characters and leveling lots of them well, up. Because you can the, take people with you, can't you? Yeah, but the kind of the the price that like one of my main characters, there was I had a side mission to so get like NPCs and say, can you help me do this? Yes. One of the side missions was that another group of survivors had stolen some medical items from from them. So they asked me could I go back and could I help them get them back. So I went to this house and there was a, a, another NPC guy who stole the the bags of medical supplies and I had the option I could like knock them out or ask them politely to give it back. So I asked them politely to get it back, got it back, all good. And then she started attacking me, and there was about five other people in there. So you oh, kind of, no. so I obviously took my best character, thinking there might be a fight. But then if that character dies, you kind of back, that's it; they're gone forever. So you're back at square one. So you've got to kind of balance right, <laughs> using okay. your favorite all the time, and then yeah, not having not your, risking your best one dying. killed. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm, I enjoyed the first 90 minutes. I got um, 12 achievements for 125 Gs while I was streaming it. And um, I'm looking forward to playing some more of it, actually. But it, as I say, I think it's quite a hefty game. I imagine the completion's pretty nuts. Uh, we have had some people completing it already, actually. Yeah. Uh, we, we are now up to 10 completed wow. out of the 40,000 that have played the game. It was uh, uh, so well on, done to those guys. Somebody on Twitter yesterday who was saying, they, or maybe the day before, I think they were the fourth person to complete on TA. And he, he, they said they pretty much played it for like 20 hours a day for four days. <laughs> really? Okay, yeah. There's a couple of completion estimates that have gone in. 35 to 40 hours and 40 to 50 hours seems to be the, the uh, estimated times at the moment. So it's a hefty old game. But it's um, I've enjoyed it, what I've played so far. So I'm looking forward to getting into it a bit more. Um, you've also played a bit of Wildlands, yeah. Exactly, complete- your collectibles completed it, mate. Oh, hang on. <laughs> I need debris. Oh, I don't know where it is. Yay! It's a bit of a- <laughs> so I've been saying how it's a bit better than Origins because you have like stuff highlighted, yes, it tells on you what area, but. As you get to the end, for some unknown reason, there's quite a few posts around on TA and UB forums and stuff. Some of the areas get a bit glitched. I don't know why. And they don't show up on the map anymore. So the last two collectibles, it said I needed one of each, but they weren't showing on the map anywhere. So the only way to solve it is to go, you'll get areas that you haven't entered yet that have got a little question mark on it. So you've got to fly around the whole map in a helicopter <laughs> trying to find which one of these has the two collectibles. And there's probably, I don't know, there's probably about 200 of these areas you've got to go through. And some of them have got enemies oh, you got wow. to fight. So, yeah, it was a bit of a nightmare at the end, but done. And then there was one, <laughs> there's some DLC. I just can't face doing it at the minute after <laughs> trawling the map for like two, three nights. No, I'm not surprised. Leave it for another month. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about streams, Jack. Yes. How did it go on Tuesday? Uh, two games on Tuesday, as usual. The first one we started off with was Raging Justice. This was a side-scrolling beat-em-up. It's a very old school. Um, you go onto a screen, there's a load of characters there. You beat them all up, or in the, this game, you can also arrest people. So the start of a mission will give you warrants and 
people have unique names in it. Like there'll be a person called Billy the Fug or whatever. And if, <laughs> if you come across him, he sounds like a nice bloke. You'll have to uh, try and arrest him, and you'll get health back for it. Um, but you basically kill or beat up everyone on the screen. They all disappear. Then an arrow will appear, and it'll point you to the next section, and you'll walk from left to right. More people will come onto the screen, rinse and repeat, get to the end of a level, and there'll be a boss. Um, so it'll be some semi-unique enemy. Um, it's a little bit more difficult to defeat. And then you'll defeat them, and then in the next level, they'll usually seem to come back as a standard enemy. Um, so there were some interesting ones that popped up. One of them was some kind of pimp with a purple <laughs> top hat and a cane on. Yeah. Uh, a, a cape, sorry, on and a cane. That was interesting. <laughs> um, the levels were quite difficult, actually. Um, we managed to get through, I think it was two or three of them. Um, but they did did seem to get progressively easier as you kind of learn the combos of the enemies and which attacks to do to take out certain enemies quickly, stuff like that. Um, each level has had different challenges attached to it, so you had a time limit to try and beat the level in, you had to try and arrest all of the people, just stuff like that. It was very nostalgic then. It looked very like claymation-y. It was almost like they'd sculpted the characters outside the game, taken photos of them, and then stitched all those <laughs> photos together to make the animations. It really reminded me of a game called Renegade that I used to play, uh, which I was a big fan of, which was also a horizontal scrolling beat em up in a similar vein. Yeah, um, and that was hard too, so that's probably what they got the vibe from. Yeah, I got like a Streets of Rage vibe. Yeah, similar. similar. Well, it was, in it fact, was, it's called Raging Justice. So. It was like that gameplay, and it's like kind of like the quirks, didn't it, where the, 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 the movements seem quite stiff and stuff like that. Yeah. But then with these modern graphics, but I think like the stiffness and stuff was actually like a. It's, it's part of the uh, charm, a design, yeah, 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 like to make it feel like it, one of them older games. Yeah, it was full of puns as well. Like if you picked up a baseball bat and hit somebody with it, it'd pop up <laughs> on the screen saying "home run" with big yeah. letters, and yeah, it was good. Timber like, when you hit him with an axe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, and then what did you play after that? Uh, after that, we played. I think played a loose term there. Drive on Mos- <laughs> Drive on Moscow. So when I first heard the name of this, I was thinking, ah, this going to be a driving game set in Russia or something like that. Like those crazy YouTube videos you always see. <laughs> like Russian intersections or whatever. <laughs> Nothing like that. It, it was a board game in a video game. So okay. I, I guess people have heard of this. I'd personally never heard of it, but it's to do with um, the war that happened and it's basically driving on Moscow. So you're trying that to... War. Yeah, that war. Yeah, that, that war. That war that happened. Yeah, no, it's, it's effectively you're trying to push the troops out of Moscow and drive on Moscow, so get into Moscow and take control of it. It was very, very complex, uh, quite slow. It was all turn-based. In a lot of turn-based games nowadays, like stuff like Wargroove, um, which is out or coming out very soon, you kind of have an interaction between two enemies and it shows some kind of cool animation on the screen yeah. and your troops and stuff. There's none of that. It showed a static <laughs> picture of your troops and oh. it sounded like there was a sewing machine going mental in the background that's supposed to be gunfire. <laughs> and uh, it was all just very stat heavy. So you'd go into some kind of interaction and it'd say you've got like X chance of defeating the enemy, X chance of the enemy retreating. And it had the idea of turns and impulses. So each battle 
we played seems to be divided into um, it's, it was five impulses and impulses are kind of the main turns but then you have turns within there and you move your troops and that'll take so many hours and then the oh, other this people have taking so many hours <laughs> yeah it, was, it wasn't the most um, it wasn't a really a good game to stream I suppose <laughs> okay, it's a little, little bit of a dry Topic. I apologise. I saw the name and saw tanks and thought it was going to be yes. like World of Tanks or something. Yeah. Yes. We're reviewing our stream choice policy well, I, this week. I think it um, caught a lot of people in the mixer chat out as well. So that's yeah. fine. Well, screw you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> on Thursday we played Divinity Original Sin 2. Yeah. So this is another turn-based one. It's a turn-based RPG. It's a little bit different than So it's like... Um, it's very open worldy, loads of different areas to explore and stuff, and you can wander around, interact with anything, talk to anybody, stuff like that. And when you actually get into a battle, that's when it becomes turn based. Your character will kind of stick to the spot, and you have an idea of AP points or action points, and you have so many that you can use per turn. Uh, moving across the environment takes um, AP points. So you can only move your character so far each turn, and then you could, say, move them one AP point distance in any direction because you weren't constrained to a grid. And then if you've still got two AP points left, you could use an attack that would take two AP points to try and take out the enemy. Um, it's quite quite interesting. Um, lots of people in the chat are quite excited about it. They played the original original Sin. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. this isn't Divinity 2. Divinity 2 is something entirely different, which I learned in the stream from people. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. No achievements. Well, it was game previewed. So oh, I'll forgive you. No that. achievements available yet. But okay. there is a big message at the start of the game that pops up and it says that they are going to be updating it throughout the game preview and supporting it, which is good. And it came out on PC last year, so they're still doing stuff with it, which is good as well. Okay, cool. And then finally, yesterday you played Trailblazers, which looked awesome. Yeah, this was a highlight of the week, I think. So this is like Splatoon's meets an arcade racer. You're basically in a car. You can drive with the right trigger, uh, lower your acceleration with the left trigger, and you can hold A to paint on the floor. Okay, so this is the USP of this racing game. Yeah, and if you paint on the floor, when you then go back around the track and drive over that paint again, you'll start picking up speed. So the aim is to try and cover as much track as possible and keep a constant line of paint pretty much so that you can keep building your speed up to a maximum, get around as quick as possible. Um, Other races on the track, they'll either be, well, they can be different colors of paint and they can cover up your paint trail. So if they cover up a bit of your paint trail, you'll suddenly lose a load of speed. You have to try and either repaint over that section or um, take a different route. It had little gates that you could drive through and that kind of shoot a line of paint in front of you. And you also had the ability to push Y, which would shoot a line of paint straight out in front of you as well. So you had less control over that than the A action because A just drops it directly under your vehicle where you are, whereas Y is shooting it out in front. But if you hit another driver that's a different color of paint with that, they'll spin out. Oh, nice. Okay. like More like a weapon then. Yeah, yeah. It was um, was quality though. Uh, really good. Um, you could pick up some serious, serious speed. Had some different modes in it. So sometimes you'd, uh, you and all of the other racers would share the same paint color. And it 
pretty much be cover the entire track with paint <laughs> and try and get around as quick as possible and be first. Um, sometimes you're on a team and it was to do with points. So you earned points as you were racing around the track. If you hit a wall, um, your points are reset back to zero. But if you managed to make it around the track without hitting the wall, you'd cash your points in. And okay. then become a, a kind of, like the weakest link. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, thank you. Points. But on cars. Yeah. Um, okay, this sounds awesome. Uh, does it have online? I bel- Ooh, I'm not too sure, actually. It definitely has cooperative play. I'm not too sure if it's oh, okay. just local no, or not. No, what, local car? Not too sure if it's just local or not. But. Okay. So you've got two achievements for 50 Gs. The uh, general consensus is this is a 15-hour completion, but an awful lot of fun for those 15 hours. So check it out. Uh, have a look at the stream, VOD. If you are interested, uh, next week's streams are I Hate Running Backwards, Disco Dodgeball Remix, which is supposed to be Ace, uh, Ooh, Ascension, and Super Hyperactive Ninja. What a fantastic collection of game names for you to enjoy. <laughs> we will be giving away uh, copies of each of those games during the stream, so come check us out. We had some really busy streams this week, so uh, it's, it's building momentum. And uh, we should also mention that we now have a buy button, so you can actually directly buy games through our channel and we get a tiny bit back supports the channel uh, mixer are also doing some big stuff this week to celebrate the one year of mixer which means that i think if you buy anything through our buy button you get a discount code back we did a story about this but it's not in our list is it no no if you if you spend in, in the us if it's ten dollars you get five dollars back yeah, and in the UK, if you spend £8, you get £4 back. So uh, you'll get some super cheap games. Come into our streams next week, buy the games, get some money back. Woohoo! And support the stream. Um, I think you also, if you log into Mixer in the next week or so, you get a free sub. So yeah, you yeah, can. 24th uh, to the 28th, that one. 24th to the 28th, yeah. So log in this weekend and uh, browse around a bit. You'll get a free subscription and then give it to us because we love it. And then you've got more chance of winning the subscriber giveaways that we do every Thursday. Awesome. Let's move on to some site news. So Viral Events 2018 is happening. We are halfway through, nearly? No, not even that yet. Not even halfway through yet. How's it going, Dave? Well, Rich, it is going well. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like we we rehearsed this stuff. (laughs) So far, we have 1,650 achievement wins, uh, totaling just under 70,000 TA score. Wicked. Wicked, wicked, wicked. So there's um, there's sessions going up every day. You will probably have games that have virals that you didn't even realize um, back from your 360 era. If you played 360 then, there's also some Xbox One stuff. Just t- check the sessions, tick the box that says My Games Only, um, and you'll see any that are there. Uh, but well done to everyone that's doing it so far. It looks like we'll probably rattle through over 3,000 viral achievements by the end of the 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 entire event, probably closer to four, I'd imagine, which is pretty awesome. So thanks to all the hosts. Go play some games, spread some virals, get germy with it. Uh, have we got any regular news? We have. So starting off, we got the TA playlist game for June was announced a couple of days ago. It's going to be Quantum Break. Yes. So, that was my choice. Was it? I've finished that. Yep. They always seem to pick games I've finished, it's a, so I can't join in. Mm. Have you got the full completion? Yeah. Completed it, mate. That's- <laughs> so uh, that one, the vote was there was twenty five percent for Deus Ex, twenty eight percent, or nearly twenty nine percent for Prey, thirty three, nearly yeah, thirty four was Quantum Break and the Surge. <laughs> They're in last place with 
12%. Okay. Still respectable. Anything over 10% is very respectable. I've never even heard of the surge, so I think it's done well to get 12. I think it was. Uh, when does that answer. start? That starts next week? Yeah, 1st of June, yes. Yeah, so, 1st of June. Come play some Quantum Break. I've got all the alternative endings that I didn't do for each section to do. So I'm quite keen to go back and do that. I really enjoyed Quantum Break. I thought it was an ace game. You can probably pick it up very, very cheap now. Is it not in Game Pass? I bet they add it to Game Pass. I bet they do that because we've featured it on playlists. <laughs> any money <laughs> not any money that's a stupid thing to say no money no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's game fast next month if that happens I'm God okay um, any other news yes yeah, so speaking of game pass we have game pass yes game pass we have <laughs> what the games for June announced <laughs> quantum break oh have we <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> yesterday, I think. Um, so, as we've mentioned earlier, there's 25 titles leaving. There are only six coming in. Uh, we're going to get Disneyland Adventures, Mega Man Legacy Collection 2, uh, Moto GP 17, Next Up Hero, The Technomancer, and Wasteland 2 Director's Cut. I think as well, but you'll have to read through the story properly, I think they kind of hinted that more would be coming. Yes, and it's probably going to be probably going to be an E3 thing that they announced more are getting added. So we'll wait and see for that one. Um, that's not a particularly inspiring list, I have to say. No, it sounds Bobbins really, doesn't it? Like, it is a Bobbins list, I agree. <laughs> so two of those are not yet released. Next Up Hero and Mega Man X Legacy Collection 2 are not out yet, uh, which is interesting. Yeah. So uh, Next Up Hero, don't know what that is. That might be good. Some hefty TA in some of these games, which suggests to me that they're bobbins <laughs> <laughs> or, or RPGs or bobbins RPGs, even more likely. Uh, the Technomancer, 3000 TA, Disneyland Adventures, 2500 TA, Wasteland 2 Directors Cut, 2500 TA. So they are pretty hefty completions by the sound of it. Disneyland Adventures, I've been playing with my daughter and is um, quite soul destroying. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like that kind of game. No, it's just, oh. It's dull. There's a lot of walking around following a not very clear gold trail that sort of appears for half a second every minute. And you're like, oh, there it is. Quick, follow it. Oh, it's gone. Um, And some pretty difficult, especially for a five-year-old. I mean, I struggle with many of them. um, Challenges to do for each character. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's not brilliant, to be honest. It's just cool walking around because you walk around Disney, so that's quite cool. But the rest of it's not all that. (laughs) Um, next up. So the Xbox One update that was available to preview insider people is now available for all. Uh, so you're going to get a new refresh rate. I think it goes up to 120 hertz now you can do. So it should work quite well with PC monitors. Now that you can do 14, 40p and 120. Uh, wow. You can trim video clips without faffing around and waiting for upload studio, which is nice. good. Uh, these are some improved family settings, a modernized accessories app, improved button commands, and then sort of like the biggest thing that they were pushing was the Discord integration. So you can link to Discord, then you can tell everybody in Discord what you're playing. Okay, um, that refresh rate thing, presumably it's only for games that support it, I would imagine. No, no, it's the console, but yeah, obviously. It's so like, it's like the Dash? I don't know. It's like, I guess everything does it. I'm not sure. 
Well, okay. It just tells you if it's available or not when you just refreshing faster the same number of frames. <laughs> it just doesn't seem either the the games are going to run twice as quickly or it's going to look exactly the same. So uh, my the TV does sixty. We have thirty frames per second, don't we? So. Mm, there you go. Okay, if anyone understands that better than me, please explain it in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next one. So we're a bit late on this, but we recorded Thursday last week, so we missed the big announcement. And I know, we knew it was happening anyway. Yeah, but I know there's quite. I think there was quite a bit of interest. So Call of Duty for Black or Call of Duty Black Ops Four got properly revealed last Thursday. I think it was. A uh, big announcement from it was it was confirmed it won't have a campaign, which was a bit weird when the whole. Reveal started by showing the campaigns from the last three Black Ops as like an intro. So. <laughs> Here's what we're not doing. <laughs> I was watching the intro. Remember this it, fun you had? We got it, none of that. <laughs> it was literally that. It was like it went back through the history and went through all the characters and stuff you'd seen in the previous campaign. It's like, <laughs> bizarre. Isn't it? It? What the else very, would they show otherwise? <laughs> I don't know. And they, 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 didn't, they kind of skipped over it right at the very end and they went, yeah, there's no campaign. We're going to give you campaigns in every mode or something <laughs> cheesy like that. Um, there was quite a few big changes coming to the multiplayer, if that kind of stuff interests you. These are kind of trailers you can watch. These uh, revamped zombies, again, if that stuff interests you. New modes in that. And then so, like, the biggest probably new thing was as rumoured and now confirmed is the Battle Royale mode. Mm. And they stress this is the first one where you can get in boats. <laughs> right, first battle royale in boats. Boat royale. Okay, well, that's something everyone's been after for a long time, so <laughs> I imagine that'll do very well. This week, it was EA's turn. Battlefield did 5 had their reveal. They confirmed that it is having a campaign. It's going to be similar to Battlefield 1 with the war stories, which is... Yeah, incredible. which was awesome. That was the best bit of Battlefield um, And then a few more announcements around some new modes and stuff, but it was a, a lot shorter than the, the Call of Duty one. There was a lot less actual gameplay on the show. It was just one trailer we saw, really, for like 30 seconds or something. There was lots of talking, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, not enough doing. Yeah. Um, we've had a load of questions on both of these games, so let's plug into them straight away. Okay, so the question of the week this week is from Andrew. He says, I've seen the Battlefield Fire trailer and then seen the mixed feedback about it. How important is it for you how important is it to you for games based in the past to be historically accurate? Um Dave, do you want to answer this first? So the the thing is so the big thing was there was a A a woman in the oh trailer my God. Who, who was quite prominent and a woman. B, she had like this uh, prosthetic claw arm thing going on. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, have people not been flying around in battlefield, jumping out of the plane, sniping people, then getting back in the plane and carrying on? Oh, I'm that, pretty I don't sure that happened. Like, that happened every. every that's not historically accurate. I mean, if it was historically accurate, you'd spend three hours per match laying in a trench, smoking or something, wouldn't you? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like. I'll buy that game. <laughs> like, like why and using the, smoker. I think it was basically people who were using historically accurate as an excuse because they didn't like the fact. Yeah, that but, uh, do you think? Do you think game. that's what it was? Do you think there's just some very upset men out there for no reason? It's just ridiculous. Sometimes the gaming community is amazing. Sometimes it's like just mm. embarrassed to be part of it. Some very weird people in our industry, unfortunately. 
well, not in the industry, in the, in the fan base. <laughs> Yeah. Probably some weird people in the industry as well. Uh, yeah, totally right. I mean, you play Battlefield, you repair your horse with a wrench. <laughs> um, if you stay still for a bit, like five seconds, you can recover from several gunshot wounds. This is not an accurate game. No, if Exactly, as you said, if it was accurate, it wouldn't be fun. Yeah. It would be depressing. <laughs> yeah, slow. Basically, you'd spend a year sitting around doing nothing and then you'd jump over the top and get shot and it'll it'll be all over um so historic i mean yeah no one would play games if they were historically accurate no one really wants that the assassin's creed games take inspiration from history but no one's claiming they're historically accurate and they're massively popular i don't think you'll find any game that is 100 percent historically accurate and if you do it's probably sold about three copies i think that's the key rubbish they take inspiration from history as opposed to trying to do it totally because at that point it becomes a simulation it just becomes not fun potentially yeah exactly mm. yeah I mean, it's, the case it's, too. it's a game isn't it you're playing for entertainment even no matter how kind of gritty it is or like it's always not going to have enough history for some people and it's going to have too much for other people people play for different reasons don't they yeah you've got to set games in a setting so mm. yeah people fall back on his, history because it's a rich tapestry of different locations and stories and things like that but nothing's going to be 100 percent accurate because it would be it would be rubbish to play so i have no problem with this at all um in fact as as one of our writers sam um Quintaris said if it means that a load of annoying kids are going to boycott this because it's got a woman on the front of the cover the multiplayer might actually be a slightly more enjoyable experience <laughs> <laughs> which i totally agree with so um ea well done uh, everyone else that's complaining about it, grow up. Um, that was our question of the week. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, I'll get in touch to give you a choice of codes. Uh, next one is from Iron Lord Terrick. I don't know if that's his real name. Or... It's historically accurate, so I would imagine so. <laughs> he said, with Call of Duty Black Ops 4... I think Fox, it's she as well. Is it? they said uh, with Call of Duty Black Ops 4 focusing solely on multiplayer and battle royale modes do you think Battlefield 5 is poised to become the best first person shooter of the year yeah and we've also had a a question from Tyler on a similar theme do you think fans of single player games should hope for wild success for the new Battlefield game against the new COD or does it really matter so I mean I'm not going to buy Call of Duty I have no interest in playing that game without a campaign which would suggest that Battlefield 5 will at least become the best first-person shooter campaign of the year. Uh, Battlefield 5, I really, really enjoyed... Uh, sorry, Battlefield 1, I really, really enjoyed the, the War Stories vignette stuff, and I'm really, really delighted they brought that back. I thought it was really cool to be able to tell loads of different stories in different areas without trying to link them all together. It felt a bit... Sometimes in Call of Duty and the original Battlefields, it felt a bit crowbarred in. Some of the, the switches between areas, it, you know, it didn't flow particularly well. And as but it well, worked really well with one. They didn't necessarily always have like a, a happy ending, do you know, normally. In a, a no, game, quite right, yeah. yeah. An all-action hero doing everything and wins the war on his own, whereas these little things in different perspectives of the war, different endings. Yeah, everything. if the main character dies, it doesn't matter because there's another vignette coming up. So I'm all over Battlefield Five. Um, I, I, I'd be really interested to know how well Blobs 4 does in, in retail sales. It will be interesting to find out. But obviously, they've got a huge uh, multiplayer following. That's what a lot of people only play. And we, we did the story about the stats. 
So single player campaigns are not often completed, especially on games like that. So um, you've got to say Activision will have done the research. They'll know. They'll know how many people are not going to buy it. Um, they've made an interesting decision there. I imagine it's made developing the game a lot cheaper. Yeah. Because some of those set pieces were probably quite complicated and expensive to build. Yeah, and they had all the mocap and like Kevin Spacey and stuff there. Yeah, yeah exactly. All that voice yeah. acting. Um, it'll be interesting. So I'm certainly in the Battlefield camp now. I used to love the Call of Duty campaigns. I have to say, you know, the Modern Warfare ones, some of the best games I've ever played. So I might just pick up one of the remasters and, and play that instead. There are rumors that there's a remaster of uh, Modern Warfare 2. Yes. In the works, I don't it? even think that's a rumor. Isn't that confirmed? I don't think no, it's confirmed yet. yet, but I think this adds oh, okay. some substance to it, doesn't it? It's a hefty, uh, hefty rumor, so I imagine that might be true. Yeah. And maybe get you excited, Rich. I'm not sure. There was a tweet last night went out from someone who is something like a key art director or something like that, Respawn, with um, a trailer for today. But it also had Titan Tunes on, so I don't know oh. if they're bringing out a cartoon series or if it's Titanfall 3. Oh, man, Titanfall 3 would get me seriously excited. Even more excited. I think with all the excitement of churches tonight, a Titanfall 3 reveal, I might just lose my mind. I, from looking at the, the thing that was on, it was like a, a really short little looping video. Or I don't think it is, to be honest. But okay. But people got I can take it anyway. Me. Excellent. Thanks for those questions. It's a really interesting topic. Um, a quick show of hands. Dave, are you going to be buying Battlefield Five? Yep. Jack? Yep. Uh, me too. And will you be buying Call of Duty Black Ops 4? No. And a no from me. So that's full house across the board. Um, bad news for Activision, according to the truth. We should do an exclusive <laughs> Call of Duty 4 Black Ops, or Black Ops 4 will plummet in the sales this year, <laughs> according to True Achievements. Let's talk about Back and Pat, and Battlefield is on the topic again. Yeah, so I think this was obviously to coincide with the uh, reveal, but Battlefield 1943 is now available to play on your Xbox yeah. One. And it's also in the EA Access Vault now to coincide with that. So if you have EA Access Vault, you now have this game for free and you can play it on your Xbox One, which is pretty sweet. Um, Dave, you've completed it. Yeah, completed it, mate. Recurring theme this uh, It is. Podcast. You need a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> completed it, mate. Just scrawled across your big head. Um, I, I quite enjoyed this. Yeah, one. I'm going to play it. Yeah, it's good. I remember the, the only reason I played because it was an arcade release, wasn't it? So it wasn't a full-on... And I think I'd got, this was in my Call of Duty days, but I'd got annoyed with people nuking me in um, Modern Warfare 2. So loads of us switched over to this. And it was good. It was basically the Battlefield experience, but just over, I think, one map. And it was pretty cool. And it's a tenor, not too hard. All it's a bit grindy, if you're interested. Is it? Okay. Um, check that out anyway. So the rest of the questions, we had quite a lot of statsy stuff. So I've had to do some. I've had to do some numbers. <laughs> okay. uh, let's move on to these. All right. So from Chewy, he asks, "Here's some stats fun for you." After playing the Marmite game, gone home, he wondered what the most diverse games on site were. This is the ones with the biggest proportions of both very high, four or above, and very low, one or below ratings. Okay, this is a great question. We've never had a question like this before. I've never even looked at these stats. So, um, by the way, Gone Home, is that the one about getting the bus? 
No, it's oh, okay. just exploring a house. It's like a walking sim. It's okay. a mad kind of game. Okay. <laughs> it's rubbish is what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so um, I had a look at this. So it's quite difficult to calculate. So what I did was I took any game that had 100 votes or more, then I took the percentage of people that had voted below one and the percentage of vote people that had voted high, which is above four, uh, and multiplied the two percentages together to give a sort of m- most marmite game. Um, and that was Xbox Live Labs, um, which I'm not <laughs> sure even counts. But that had over 1,000 people voting, and uh, 280 have, have said it's four or above, and 267 have said it's less than one. So um, that tells its own story, I think. Uh, the second one, which is a real game, is Ride to Hell Retribution. Did, was this a relatively recent game? I can't actually remember. I think this was relatively recent. Um, 29 people think it's amazing, and 128 people <laughs> think it's absolutely terrible. Uh, other also Marmite games on the list are Soda Drinker Pro, uh, Horse Racing 2016, which, <laughs> which I haven't played, but Barbie and Her Sister's Puppy. <laughs> What is that? Uh, sorry, Sister's Puppy Rescue. I was missing the end of that, which makes, as opposed to the other Sister's <laughs> Puppy game that they released. Um, interesting, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 is on the list as well. Um, That's for Dynasty, Professional Farmer, Roblox. I can definitely understand the Roblox marmiting. Uh, lots of people hate that game. I thought it was terrible, but it's got it's massively popular in schools because it's more of a. I think it's an educational tool. You can build stuff. I suppose it depends what you're playing within Roblox as to how good your experience is. Um, but very cool question. We might link to that list, uh, and people can have a look and, and see for themselves what are the most marmitey games. You can uh, see that um, <laughs> it's quite a few. You know, easy, quick completions where some people are going to love the fact that it's only taking me yeah, you, 30 minutes to get a 1,000. Like, yeah, quite a few like, of these. I think the high, votes, <laughs> the high votes are among, among the score whores and the low votes are among people that play games and not care about achievements. Um, okay, next question. The next one is from Dave Dre. Um, what's the most completed game of 2018? Uh, thank you, Dave. So I wasn't sure if you meant games that have been completed this year or games that released this year that have been completed. So I've just compiled one big list and I'll go through them both. Um, So the most completed game of the year is the Batman Enemy Within Telltale series. Over 6,000 people have completed that. The second one doesn't surprise me at all. It's Assassin's Creed Origins. So lots of people probably started that when that came out last year and then tidied up the locations at the beginning of this year, I'd imagine. Um, A couple of uh, Telltale stuff. So Tales from the Borderlands is also in here. Uh, and then A Way Out, which is the first one that actually released this year, which has nearly 5,000 people that have completed it. I really must go and play that game. It's on my list of things to do. Um, Far Cry 5 also in here, although some DLC for that has just dropped, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Actually, the achievement list has just dropped. The, the DLC hasn't come out yet. North, that terrible, weird game about passport control. <laughs> you can't complete that one. I can't complete for some bizarre reason. No matter what I, what I do, it won't pop any achievements. you got Life is Strange Before the Storm, which is another one I really need to play. Uh, but yeah, interesting list. But by far the most completed were those two, Batman Enemy Within and Assassin's Creed Origins. So another cool question. Thank you, Dr. Dre. <laughs> Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew King asked... Game series are arguably the nicest looking area of the site. 
Jack's popping his collar on. Dusting his shoulder off. Thanks so much for the afternoon. the rest of the day. This is Jack's alt account. Do you have any plans to expand their features, such as more sorting options or the option to add completed ones to the trophy case? We, I think this is a great idea. We have we did game series with quite a fanfare uh, when we first wrote it. it as well, I think it was probably one of the first things we did with some of the new styling things that Jack wanted to do, which made it, as you say, they look really lovely. Uh, I think we need to make a bit more prominence of them because I think they are very cool functionality that I don't really think any other sites have. Um, so you can actually see how well you're doing across an entire series, so the Call of Duty series, um, the Telltale games, Batman series, whatever. Any, anything that's got more than one game in it, you can have a total score across that entire series. You can compare it with your friends. Um, so, yes, we should definitely do some more things with it. Um, Andrew, put some stuff in the site wish list and, and we'll look at it. We've been in GDPR hell, as many um, <laughs> as many sites have been over the last month. But that's all done now. Cookie consent going up today. You'll have all seen some new terms and conditions. Very exciting stuff. Sorry we had to email the whole world after the whole point of this is to not email as many people. But them's the rules. Um, so, yeah, we will do it. Andrew, thank you for the compliments. Jack's uh, grinning inanely. You can't even talk. He's so smiling. So wide. <laughs> but we will add, we'll add some more sorting and... and just let us know exactly what you want in the site wishes forum, and we will look at it. Okay, uh, Matthias D, what and how's your plan for translating the site? Will it ever happen? And he's a Brazilian. He is Brazilian. Yes. So I have, in my previous life as a travel software developer, I did actually do some work for making a multilingual website, and it is considerably harder than you'd think, especially when you've got user content in there. Um, it's almost impossible to do. We'd be better off probably just making a separate site entirely that was for Spanish speakers or French speakers or Italian speakers or German speakers. Um, just having the shell trans... I mean, even if you think how much text is in the menus, the every single page well, you, has got... You've got to go through everywhere and have, yeah, different yeah. language options for, like, main menu, all those words. You've got to have strings Everything. from different places. Every single thing. And it's really complicated. It adds a layer of um, complexity to the site that makes it much harder to maintain. Um, however, there's probably not a achievement tracking site in any of those languages, I might be doing them a disservice here, that has the TA functionality. So at some point, maybe next year or something, we're a long way away from that, but it might be something we look at. I think it would be a cool thing to do. True achievements dot, uh, you know. You could have a little subdomain, dr.trueachievements.com or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it might be a cool thing to do. So uh, thank you for the interest, Matteo. I mean, even when we did the app, which has very, very limited menus. That took ages. We had to enlist various people from the community <laughs> to help us do different language translations, even though there was only maybe 10 or 20 phrases that we had to do, and it just took a long, long time to do. Um, but, yeah, it would be really cool to do, but it's, it's a long way off at the moment, unfortunately. Maybe we could do some uh, regional forums or something. Um Regional forums? Yeah, regional yeah, we could do that, actually. That might be a nice interim. Yes, I agree. Okay, let's move on to new achievement lists. So we've had millions this week, and we've just had three more drop while I've been talking on the... on the Three more drop of any yeah. list? I'm going to miss No, them. they're all ACA Neo Geo, though, but I'll, okay. I'll talk about them in a second. Okay, cool. Yes, we've had tons. So uh, a couple of big ones. We've had Dark Souls Remaster. Um, this is the exact same list as the original, but... It's obviously on the Xbox One instead, so you've got 41 achievements in total. 
Um, we've had Tennis World Tour, 29 achievements. Goragoa with 11 achievements. I Hate Running Backwards. ACA Neo Geo Top Players Golf with 12 achievements. Uh, ACA Neo Geo Fatal Fury Special with 12 achievements as well. Um, Riddled Corpses X. Wow. EX uh, with 17 <laughs> achievements. Um, Earth Atlantis with 15 achievements. Super Hyperactive Ninja, which we'll be streaming next week with 35 achievements. Dungeon Rushes with 21 achievements. Bird Cakes with 30 achievements, which sounds interesting. Bird um, Cakes. The, the 30th anniversary collection of Street Fighters released with 17 achievements. And Osa, the Insult Simulator, has got a new version out, I suppose you could call it. It's uh, the Hollywood Roast edition, 20 achievements. <laughs> so this was, the, was this the game that we streamed a long time ago where you had to argue with people with phrases and stuff? Yeah, so it, it was kind of a bit Monty Python-esque, some of the stuff, wasn't it? But you had um, different phrases that you had to chain together to create the best insult. It's kind of who was quickest on the mark to pick the best one, and like if certain combinations came up that worked well together. Yeah, it was quite interesting. Okay, I guess it's more of that, but just a celebrity-inspired edition of it instead. Um, Lich Spear with a uh, double spear edition with twenty achievements. Lego The Incredibles with fifty-one achievements. Moonlighter with fifty-seven achievements. The Infectious Madness of Doctor Decker. 21 achievements. Sudden Strike 4 European Battlefields Edition with 42. Shape of the World with 26. And NBA Playgrounds 2 with 13. Ooh, so NBA that, Playgrounds. I enjoyed that. Mm, so we had tons. That seems quite close to the original. Yeah, it wasn't that original 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 stream that, was it? No, no, not too long ago. So, and some new DLC as well. We've had the Lilies DLC in Dovetail Games Eurofishing. Um, the Gear VR and Nintendo Switch versions of Minecraft now have the aquatic update. Wow. Um, with eight achievements of 200 game score each. And the biggie is Far Cry 5 DLC Hours of Darkness. Yeah, man. Hit, and that's got seven achievements for 200 gamers. I'm pretty sure I got the gold edition of this game, which means I get all this. I'm looking forward to getting back into that world. It's been a while. Uh, we've also just had. Um, all of these ACO Neo Geo games hit. So Sengoku 2, Magical Drop 2, Super Sidekicks, Aero Fighters 2. Oh, that was the last one. And Aero Fighters 2. Okay. <laughs> I guess those are potentially Windows 10 versions because I think those are all out. Oh, okay. Potentially Windows 10 versions. Okay, nice. Good to see all of those are coming. There must have been a huge demand from Windows users for those titles. Uh, let's talk about new, re- new releases. We've got um, a lot of those games coming out next week, including Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection, uh, Yoku's Island Express, which was very cool. I uh, didn't get to go to the preview of this because I was away, but this looks excellent. It's like a pinball-based platformer thing. It's very hard to explain, but it looks amazing. We've got uh, Moonlighter, Bowcakes, and uh, Sega Mega Drive Classics all coming out next week as well. Uh, Shift Quantum Stay. And the Knights of Pen and Paper Plus One Deluxe Hero Edition, which I can't wait to play next week. Uh, thank you for joining us today. We'll be back next week. See you later. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.